Hi, it's uh, Manuel Judge here, and welcome to episode number 10. This is uh, season 2 of the podcast Living Your Change Initiative. Today, I want to talk about a distinction between transition and transformation and what it actually means and why does it matter. Um, so, I've supported uh, different uh, change projects from uh, the project on the operational level, tactical projects, uh, system upgrades, for example. And then I also supported data, data, uh, data center migrations, uh, infrastructure changes, and I'm also uh, had I was very closely and, and drove some of the change and, and leadership initiatives around um, bigger programs of change. So ERP implementations, digital content transformations. Um, what you find is that um, the, um, the, the there is a there is a commonality of goals. Each sponsor, it's a, it's a guiding coalition, but also change team. In one way or another, are working towards a shared goal, a common goal. And the I've, I've discussed this at length in previous episodes, but what it really comes down to is uh, there has to be, number one, there has to be a technology or a solution that's fit for purpose. It does create visible and tangible operational benefits be it efficiencies, be it control benefits, be it a tangible uh, dashboard. Or a, um, a, or a system or a collaboration tool that the majority of your users across your business can see, utilize, and, and, and hopefully they see the value of it. So a technology that has to, has to be fit for purpose in the first place. Uh, number two is uh, the, the project initiative has specific budget and time constraints and it has to deliver on time and on budget. So these are also a shared goal and, and there are systems that support that. And the number three uh, objective is uh, there has to be an element of buy-in, uh, proficiency, utilization, adoption of the changes that are being introduced, regardless of the type of changes that are um, you know, being driven into the business. So without going into the details of each and every one of them, I really wanted to call back and relate that to the, uh, the, the context and the reason for today's episode. What you find is that um, uh, change and business changes, as much as delivering a tangible uh, outputs, the dashboards, consolidated system, a streamlined process, as it is ab- about uh, people behavior. People have to change those behaviors. I, I talked about uh, some of the research and longitudinal standards that actually found that the, the value of a technology, um, first of all, the technology is an enabler of value, and the value is not in, uh, implicit in the technology, it's what it allows the business to do that is very valuable to the business. So um, the way that looks like from a, from, a, from a business perspective, from an impacted users and groups perspective, is that they need to be able to utilize it, adjust it, uh, adjust the behavior, adopt the technology, or change the behaviors to ensure that there are there is a benefit realization that comes as a result of it. So, if you have a, procu- a new procurement system, uh, it will be helpful to the extent that it allows your procurement team to make better decisions and allow your executive, your senior leaders, to make better um, maybe um, decisions around who their preferred suppliers are or preferred suppliers list to make decisions that allow you to have better value for the type of investment, the type of you know funds and that are allocated by an organization. So there's always a, a very tangible, a concrete and visible business benefit. Now, as I said multiple times in previous episodes, the, the overall driver of any change initiative, it's also uh, how, has also very uh, concrete 
financial metrics, cost metrics, and and commercial metrics. There is a there is a business rationale for it, right? We want to spend less, or we want to be able to bring in more business, increase revenue in one way or another. So, uh, having said that, the stages of that is. Uh, the, I've, I've attached on it into you know preparing and, and kind of setting the stage for this episode when I talked about behavioral change. And behavioral change, adoption, and proficiencies are directly related to a company or an initiative's ability to uh, obtain a return on investment. Um, th- think of it as a system of technology. I can share an example of an organization that was supported in the, pr- in the past. It was a global organization. Uh, it was rolling out technology uh, as, a, as part of a major transformation. And one of these technology was a collaboration tool. And uh, once you, if you, after, because they were, the, 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 it was a corporation that undergone orders, divestment exercises in the past, the, the technology consolidation across all of these different regions was very fragmented. So you had several consul- several um, collaboration tools for each and every one of these countries, that, or many of the countries that were involved. Uh, some of them were more geographically were more geographically based. So, but you had six uh, collaboration tools that were being utilized, and, and 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 that was actually defeating the purpose of having a single tool where uh, the entire organization can you know, participate and collaborate with others uh, to leverage synergies and to lessons learned to you know to leverage collaborations in the, in the first place so um, so I'm, say, I'm I'm using these examples because uh, if once you start looking at the, uh, the 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 oldest side of technology which is the the utilization the behavioral change of technology or the fact that your stakeholders actively endorse the fact that there is a new change manual processes are not going to be in place. They're going to be different accountabilities. Job roles will have to change. Your business, the people uh, that are um, um, within your business that will be impacted by this change will have to be on board in one way or another in order for, for, for the initiative to uh, have a return. Now the research actually looked at a payback period which is the cash so how long into the future we'll be able to reap the benefit of the investment. But without going into details of that, the, the core message I'm sharing here is about behavior. Behavior has to change. Now, the next step for that is then what's the difference between transition and, and transformation? Now, when we talk about transition, we're actually talking about things such as management. We're talking about sharing, making sure that um, you know, processes are followed. There are no gaps in the overall process. Um, there is a there, there is a five step uh, there is a payroll process. It follows five steps: data input by the HR system, and then there is an onboarding uh, side of things. So there is three four steps from, from onboarding to HR to data entry to the payroll system uh, to um, you know verified timesheets. So there are there are specific steps to be followed, and they are consecutive and they are logical. Now. Uh, the fact that there are no gaps within each and every one of the segments of the process, that is a transition. You have change managers, project managers, uh, supervisors and managers that make sure that all the different parts, all the different mechanisms that actually drive change across the business, be it HR, payroll, finance, legal, sales, whichever that might be, if there are no gaps, there is a smooth transition. 
Whenever there is a change, it will have change management methodologies and resources and change capability as well as people and professionals that ensure that each of these segments, so the people side of it is taken into account, people are informed, someone lets them know what's, what's happening, what's changing, when it is changing, what is required of them to support it, as well as the available support to them. Um, so this is all about transition. It's all about ensuring there are no gaps, the risks are anticipated and laid out. The overwhelming majority of project governance documents and what is out there in organization actually supports that. We, we want to reduce risks and increase chances of success. When we talk about uh, transformation, we're actually talking about something slightly different. This is more in the realm of um, uh, commitment. It's more in the realm of depth. You can think of it as you know, breath versus depth. When we talk about transformation, we're talking about uh, people, impacted stakeholder groups, teams, individuals, leaders, subject matter experts, supervisors, managers. They will want to be engaging. They will want to be endorsing this change. They get excited by it. They know, they clearly see, uh, can anticipate the vision, what it means for them, what is the final outcome and the result for the final client, how the organization has contributed to the community, to society or to, to the clients alleged to the improvement of the products they're creating. Uh, transformation actually um, wins hearts and minds. Uh, there is a, this, this winning, the concept of winning hearts and minds is very well known in the change management circles. And, and organizations know that ideally we will want the majority of your, of, your, of your teams, your businesses on board with initiative, supporting it, actively listening. And, 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 you know, going the extra mile, stretching, and sometimes making mistakes, fixing it, and moving on. But transformation is at the personal, it's a deeper personal level. And, and, and once, um, one of the biggest mistakes is, is to see initiatives make um, quite often is that we, try, we, we hire uh, change capability or we bring change capability on board. However, the initiative is still delayed. People are still not on board. There's still a lot of resistance to change. And the reason for that is that the, uh, the employees of the impacted groups are not the directly committed or involved. They um, don't see the value, not just from their personal point of view, but they don't see the, the greater value, the greater purpose of what that initiative, what they, why, do, why should they stretch? Why do, should they work um, on top of their business as usual? Right? Why, what, what, is it, what are the reasons why? So employees sometimes, obviously, there is also an element of complexity uh, or complacency around that, right? We, we kind of tend to follow processes and then when the processes change, we get accustomed to those, we resist change. However, once, I believe, and in my direct observation, once there is a, um, a change threshold that is achieved, uh, people really want to be part of a, a narrative for the change that is happening, is taking place. Uh, I'll give you a specific example to illustrate the difference between transition and transformation. A transition-based type of communication, which is a bulletin, might include elements such as, let's say, a, a monthly newsletter. Might include elements of, these, is, these are the changes, we're becoming an um, agile, or, an agile organization, 
or we could say I'm going to use a different example attracted from a, um, an extra from real life um, experience so it might have a digital uh, transformation program as part of your strategic initiative and the monthly bulletin could see say things such as uh, this is the program these are the three strategic initiatives or four or five whichever one might be and these are the things that happen these are the impacts this is when they're taking place and now we're going to be supporting them now all of this formation are very factual are very data driven but they, they're very transactional. You're letting people know what will happen, when will happen. But they're very far from winning hearts and minds. There is no, uh, people don't feel like, they feel like this is another one of those changes that are happening across the organization. We just need to do it, right? When we talk about transformation, we're actually talking about far more powerful engagement initiatives whereby leaders and people in charge of entire business unit, division, functions, and organizations can communicate through video, maybe face-to-face, -face, through town halls, or through an integrated communication engagement effort and difficult at different touch points. The value of that initiative. And by doing so, people connect the dots, but also start seeing the authenticity in the message to get sent out. This is no simple transition. This is no simple data sharing and gathering, or this is no simple push out of information that maybe you know uh, add on to additional projects and additional ones. Yes, people need to be informed. Yes, need to be made aware of what is happening and how they will be impacted. And there are different tactics and techniques on how to do that. The purpose of this episode is really to shed the light that there are two different types of exercises. More often times, um, transition is uh, very much favored to the detriment of transformation or transformative narrative. And the other ways to actually look at transformation is the ability of leaders or team leaders or managers or supervisor to speak in a way to channel out a message that is inspirational. Um, they, no one has to be charismatic, no one's born charismatic, I believe. However, the ability and the vulnerability to share some messages around why the company is doing this at this moment in time, why it matters. And there are different ways of doing that, but um, there's also training and there's also value in creating this type of culture that I believe in different ways and shapes, they're also considered to be leadership cultures where uh, people take accountability, they, take, they have a vision for their specific department, for their work, for why that matters. And they're not afraid of uh, kind of embarking on a, a vision, a mini vision or a functional vision for how that department fits into the overall strategy organization. Now, this is oftentimes for most companies a very big challenge, but there are some organizations that actually are understanding that you have to have, you have to win hearts and minds in order to be able to truly have your business supporting your initiative, not just as a one-off, not just once or twice, but once it happens once. Um, the, that, that is a very powerful blueprint, blueprint for other changes. The other aspect, the other element of how you can, an organization can go about um, you know, winning hearts and minds, ensuring there is also a transformation. On the one hand is leadership, engagement, and communication, how that is done, how is that, how that is conducted. The second one is vulnerability, as I said, you know, sharing, creating a narrative that shows the wins, but also the challenges and, and the burdens that a, a project or initiative is undergoing. Um, but there is also um, other, uh, other elements of making sure that there is an overall com communication and engagement strategy where the narrative gets circulated down to the different layers of the organization. And this is, this is a strong training effort. Uh, however, the, the potential for, for paying back uh, it's, it's, it's enormous if you consider that 
if you if you consider that the value of, of any technology implementation isn't um, isn't the technology per se uh, but it is actually what it will allow with unleash and unlock in your business in terms of you know operationally ensuring that uh, they are on board with an initiative that will really truly make a difference for the business <laughs>